Today on Adventures in Faith with Jerry Savelle. God is daring us to think big, to dream big, and to imagine big. And I want to uh, join in that declaration, dare to dream, think, and ask big. Amen. I'm Jerry Savelle. Welcome to Adventures in Faith. It's such a joy to have you join with us again. And those of you that have been following our television broadcast, we just want to thank you for being so faithful and letting us know how much that these programs are blessing your life. And also, I want to thank all of our partners. What a great blessing you are to us. You know, you help make all this possible. I want to ask you a question. Have you noticed our new studio that we're filming in today? We are so thrilled with having the ability to make our programs better and, and look better and, and have the ability to, to uh, uh, show you what you're helping us accomplish. And I just want to say, partners, thank you for being so faithful to us. Your, your faithful support is enabling us not only to beautify our studios, but to help us reach the world with the message of faith. And what a joy it is to be able to preach the message of faith all over the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being our partners. If you're not a partner, why don't you contact our office and find out how. We'll send you the information and I know that it will be a blessing to you. If you know anybody that is a partner with Jerry Savelle Ministries, you just ask them, has it been worth it? I believe you'll get the correct answer. Yes, it has. Amen. Now, we've been talking about, beginning last week, talking about dreaming big dreams. Don't ever stop dreaming big dreams. And I want to read from Ephesians chapter 3 once again. Uh, I read several translations on last week's broadcast, but for the sake of time, I'm only going to read the Passion, I mean, the Amplified Bible this time. And uh, I want you to follow along with me if you have your Bibles. It says in Ephesians 3.20, once again Amplified, Now to him who by reason of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. Notice once again, all that we dare ask. You know, dare means... Uh, it implies it's going to take some courage to ask something big, to dream something big, to imagine something big. It takes courage to do that. And so many Christians, they think they're going to break God. You know, that, oh, I couldn't dream a dream that big because I don't know if God's able to do it. Listen, folks, you don't get to be called God if you can't do the impossible. Amen. He is quite capable of doing anything you can dream, anything you can ask, or anything you can think. So don't limit God. Don't limit Him with small thinking. Don't limit Him with negative talking. Just dare to dream big dreams. You mean, Brother Jerry, even in the midst of the kind of things that are going on in our world today? Yes, of course. I mean, you, you, you have God to depend upon. God is not limited to what's happening around us in our world today. He's still the God in whom nothing is impossible. And so the writer here, the Apostle Paul says that God is daring us to think big, to dream big, and to imagine big. And I want to uh, join in that uh, 
declaration, dare to dream, think, and ask big. Amen? Now, let me share this with you. In uh, Hebrews chapter 6, and we read this on last week's broadcast, and I want you to go there with me. If you have your Bibles, we, we just read it. Uh, I quoted it to you, but I want you to see it in your own Bible today. Hebrews chapter 6. This is when God was dealing with Abraham and made certain promises to Abraham. And I, I, I like how the Bible talks about what Abraham did in order to see what God had promised come to pass in his life. Now, beginning in verse 12, it says that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Now, that's the reason he's going to use Abraham as an example as we continue reading. Because here's a man that through faith and patience inherited the promises. And he's now saying, follow people like that. When you see Christian people that, that you know that, that uh, are seeing uh, things come to pass in their life, and you want to know, what are, why is it always happening to them? Well, watch closely. The Bible says, follow those who through faith and patience. You're going to find out that faith is involved and you're going to also find out that patience or endurance or perseverance is involved. Dreams don't just come to pass automatically. Visions don't come to pass automatically. Goals are not accomplished, you know, most of the time overnight. It takes time. And a lot of times people are not willing to invest the kind of time that it takes. But here it says, Follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. I've had some great examples that I've been able to follow in my Christian life, starting out with Kenneth Copeland. He's the man that brought the message of faith to me back in 1969 when I knew nothing about the life of faith. But God sent him to Shreveport, Louisiana, my hometown, and preached the message of faith, and it absolutely changed my life. And I began to realize that I too could live by faith, and that I too could, could see God bring things to pass in my life, just like I'm seeing He do it in the lives of people in the Bible. And now, praise God, uh, there are thousands, even hundreds of thousands of people around the world that are following our example. So here it says, follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Do you want God's promises fulfilled in your life? Then are you willing to stay in faith? Are you willing to persevere? Have you made a decision? I will not quit. I will not give up. I will not turn back. If you haven't made that decision, then it's not likely you're going to see the things that God wants you to experience come to pass in your life. So once again, they don't all happen overnight. Sometimes it just takes this uncompromising stand. The apostle Paul said, having done all to stand, stand therefore. In other words, don't compromise. Don't give up. No matter how impossible it looks, just stay in faith. Amen. You say, no, Brother Jerry, I don't, I don't know how to do that. Well, that's the reason we have this program. I'm endeavoring to teach you how. Not only just through this television program, but we have resources that are available to you. Other great men and women of faith have resources that are available to you. Invest in your life. Invest in yourself. Get the resources that talk about how to stand in faith, how to be uncompromising, and you too can learn, and you too can have what God has promised come to pass in your life. Now, we're going to continue talking about this in just a few moments, so watch this announcement, then I'll be right back. Why do so many people think small and limit God? 
What if God has something bigger and greater for you? Today's special offer, the Living Your Dream special package, contains Jerry Savelle's brand new three-part audio series and book, Never Stop Dreaming Big Dreams, along with his inspiring three-part audio series, No Boundaries. In this special package, Jerry teaches what limits people's thinking, how to expand your vision, how to overcome delays, and how to live free of limitations. Strengthen your faith to experience God-given, God-honoring dreams. Break free from small thinking and small living. Begin to see God-sized opportunities and advancements. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Living Your Dream special package. Don't let unseen limits hold you back any longer. Order now and begin to dream bigger, go further, and achieve more for God. Welcome back, everyone. Before we went to the break, we were talking from Hebrews chapter 6, and I want to continue reading that because there's so much powerful information in this chapter that I don't want you to miss it. So if you have your Bibles, let's look at Hebrews chapter 6 once again. And we left off reading verse 12, but let me read it one more time. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So if you have your Bible there, underline that phrase, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. Or if you do like I do, I have a highlighter. I highlighted that phrase because I want that to jump out at me every time I pass by Hebrews chapter 6 because it's, a, it's an important principle in the life of faith. Follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And then he gives us an example of someone that we can follow. And it is Abraham, which the Bible calls the father of faith. So it's now talking about what God made uh, what God promised Abraham and how Abraham approached the fulfillment of that promise. Verse 13, for when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself saying, surely blessing, I will bless thee and multiplying, I will multiply thee. Now what God is doing every time God speaks into Abraham's life, he's endeavoring to p- create an image on the inside of him to deposit a dream on the inside of him. And the dream that God is endeavoring to get on the inside of Abraham is that God had promised him a son. And from this son was going to come a mighty nation. And now God is speaking words, painting an image, and he wants it to drop down into Abraham's heart so that when God gets through talking to him, everywhere Abraham goes, that's what's on his mind. That's what he's thinking about. That's what he's talking about. And so God is saying, surely blessing, I will bless thee and multiplying, I will multiply thee. In other words, when God said, Abraham, this is a sure thing. I'm not joking, son. I'm not playing around here. I'm not just using words just to waste time. I am making you a promise, a solemn promise, and it will surely come to pass. Now, Abraham, your job is to get it down on the inside of you. Let it become your dream. Let it become your vision and don't let go of it. And then he says, and so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. After he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Now that's where a lot of Christians miss it. Highlight that phrase as well. After he had patiently endured, 
he obtained the promise. You could say it this way. After he patiently endured or after he persevered, the dream came to pass. The vision became reality. After he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. It goes on to say, for men verily swear by the greater and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. In other words, you know, you've seen in a court of law when men lift their right hand and say, I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. That means they have just taken an oath that they are going to tell the truth, that what they're going to testify to is not a lie. That's what the writer is saying that God did for Abraham. God raised his hand before Abraham and said, Abraham, I swear, I will not lie. I'm telling you the truth. You will have a son. Not only that, that son is going to produce a mighty nation. I swear, I give you my solemn oath. Now, all that is designed to create this vision and this dream on the inside of Abraham. Now, it says, uh, he goes on to say that by God's oath and by uh, uh, God's promise, that it was two immutable things, meaning unchangeable. God gave Abraham two immutable things, a promise and an oath, and they are unchangeable. And that was, once again, to help perfect the dream or the image on the inside of Abraham's heart. And what did Abraham do? He took that dream. He took that vision and ran with it, so to speak. He persevered. He would not give up. Now, I want to go to Hebrews chapter 10 and read something to you that's very important. And notice it says in verse 35, cast not away, therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. You could interchange the word confidence with the word faith. Once God gives you a promise, once God deposits a dream in your heart, then your next instructions are don't cast away your faith. Don't give up just because it looks impossible. Don't give up just because it looks like it'll never come to pass. Don't cast away your confidence. Don't cast away your faith. Why? Because it has great recompense of reward. In other words, God is going to reward your faith if you won't toss it aside, if you won't cast it away. Then it says, for you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. So notice what happens. When you decide that you are not going to let go of your dream, that you're going to hang on to it no matter what, that you're not going to cast away your faith, and then you're going to add patience to it, perseverance. In other words, you're going to keep at it, you're going to keep at it, and you're going to keep at it until it comes to pass. Then you're going to experience the fulfillment of that dream. Now, I want to read this to you from the uh, message translation. It says, don't throw it all away now. You need to stick it out, staying with God's plan so you'll be there for the promised completion. Or in other words, if you'll stick it out, then you'll see the dream become reality. You'll you'll see that vision become reality. That's what God wants happening to you right now. Regardless of what's going on around you, don't say, you know, go around talking negative and saying, well, you know, before all this Negative things started happening in the world around me. I had big lofty dreams. Well, what happened to them? Nowhere does it say you have to let go of them because there's a pandemic. No, 
In fact, you need to hang on to that dream more now than you've ever needed to do it. So I want to encourage you, don't let go of your dream. The Bible says that Abraham stuck it out and got everything that God had promised to him. And if you'll do what Abraham did, follow his example, then you're going to get everything that God has promised to you. Now, I want to share this with you. I want to show you something that God did for Abraham in helping him hold on to that dream. If you have your Bible, go with me to Genesis chapter 13. Genesis chapter 13. And I think this is very interesting and I've I've practiced this ever since I discovered it many, many years ago and it has worked for me every time. In Genesis chapter 13, it says in verse 16, well, let me back up to verse 15. For all the land wherein thou shalt see, to thee will I give it and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Now, here's what God is saying. This is what the Bible is saying. God takes Abraham outside and he says, now son, here's what I want you to see. If you can pick up a handful of dust and let it just sift through your fingers and watch it sift through your fingers. And if you can number every grain of dust that falls through your fingers, that's how many your seed will be. Now, what is God doing? He's helping to perfect the image on the inside of Abraham's heart. In other words, go outside, son. If you ever doubt, this is what I hear him saying. If you ever doubt this coming to pass, just go outside, pick up a handful of sand and just let it sift through your fingers and see if you can count the number of grain of sand that falls through your fingers. And if you can count them, which obviously would be impossible, if you can count them, that's how many your seed would be. So what is he doing? He's giving Abraham a visual. He's showing him that uh, not only am I giving you my promise, but I'm showing you by example how that you can get this dream to be reality on the inside of you. Now, he went on in chapter 15 and said this to him. In chapter 15, and uh, it says in verse 5, And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look down toward the heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto them, So shall thy seed be. Now, notice what else he did. He said, Now, if you have trouble believing that I'm going to cause your seed to be mighty upon the earth and that from Isaac, that is going to produce a mighty nation, then just go outside, look up into the heavens and look at the stars and start counting the stars. And if you can number all the stars, which would be impossible, then that's how many your seed will be. So here's what God did for Abraham. He says, son, if you ever have a problem believing in the promise that I've given you, just go outside and pick up sand and let it fall through your fingers and count the number of grain of sand. That's how many your seed will be. And if you have a problem believing it, when you get ready to go to bed, just get up out of bed, go outside, look up in the sky, try to count the stars. And if you can count the stars, which would be impossible, that's how many your seed will be. What's Abraham, what's God doing for Abraham? He's giving him a visual. 
In other words, he's helping to perfect the image on the inside of him. Now, in just a few moments, I'm going to have my announcer share some things with you. And then when I come back, I'm going to show you how I have applied this principle. I, I use visuals to help keep the dream perfected on the inside of me. And you can do the same thing. You know, if you're believing for uh, your dream house and you know exactly what kind of house you want or you have a pretty good idea of what kind of house you want, go look in books, go look in magazines and find pictures of a house very similar to the one that you're believing for and that you're dreaming up. Cut those pictures out and keep them before you. And every time the devil says, that'll never come to pass, just go look. See what you're doing. You're counting stars and you're counting sand every time you look at those photos, or look at those pictures. If you're believing God for that special automobile that you have a desire for, that you're believing God for, and you believe that's what God wants you to have, Go cut pictures out of magazines. Go take a picture of it at the dealership. Bring it back. Set it on your desk. Set it on your table and just look at it every day and say, one day I'm going to have that. What are you doing? You're counting sand and you're counting stars. God is giving you a visual. It helps perfect the vision. It helps perfect the dream. And once again, when we come back from this break, I'm going to show you what I've done over the years and how that God has brought it to pass. So uh, I want you to watch this announcement uh, concerning the resources we have available for you that will help you continue to dream big dreams. So watch now, then I'll be back in just a few moments. Why do so many people think small and limit God? What if God has something bigger and greater for you? Today's special offer, the Living Your Dream special package, contains Jerry Savelle's brand new three-part audio series and book, Never Stop Dreaming Big Dreams, along with his inspiring three-part audio series, No Boundaries. In this special package, Jerry teaches what limits people's thinking, how to expand your vision, how to overcome delays, and how to live free of limitations. Strengthen your faith to experience God-given, God-honoring dreams. Break free from small thinking and small living begin to see God-sized opportunities and advancements. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Living Your Dream special package. Don't let unseen limits hold you back any longer. Order now and begin to dream bigger, go further, and achieve more for God. Welcome back, everyone. Before we went to the break, I was sharing with you how that God gave Abraham visuals to help perfect the dream on the inside of him. And that dream was this, that he would have a son and from this son would come a mighty nation. Now remember, when God gave Abraham that dream, it was impossible for his wife, Sarah, to conceive. She was an old woman. Her womb was dead. In the natural, that could never come to pass. But God said it would come to pass. He made a promise to Abraham and Sarah. And now what God is saying is that not only will you have a son, but from that son is going to be a mighty nation. His seed will produce offspring and they will be innumerable. And then God took Abraham outside and he told him to pick up a handful of sand and let it fall through your fingers. And every time a grain of sand fell through his fingers, God said, see if you can count the number of grain that fall through your fingers. And if you can count them, that's how many your seed will be. Well, obviously it was impossible for him to count all those grain of sand. And then he said, now, if you have a trouble believing this 
and uh, you wake up in the middle of the night saying impossible, impossible, just get up, go outside, look at the sky, count the stars if you can, which would be impossible to count them all, but that's how many your seed will be. So here's what God did for Abraham. He put that dream in his heart. And then in order for him to perfect that dream, he gave him visuals. And the Bible says that when Abraham stuck it out, then he got everything that was promised to him. Now on last week's broadcast, I talked about at the very end how that God gave me a year, a, a dream 20 years ago, actually 22 years now. 20 years ago, God gave me a dream of this ministry owning an international jet so that we could fly anywhere in the world and preach the uncompromising word of faith. I held on to that dream for 20 years, 20 years. But right along with it being a dream in my heart, I had visuals made of it. I ordered this model of a Falcon 50. That's the plane God said he wanted me to have. In fact, he sent me to the Falcon 50 plant in Little Rock, Arkansas. I toured the plant, went from the front all the way to the end. By the time I got to the end, I was convinced that that was the airplane that God wanted this ministry to have. And we began believing God for it right then. And we started sowing seed for it right then. And then we did exactly what I've been talking about here that Abraham did. We followed the example. From time to time, it looked like that would never come to pass. So I would just sit at my desk. I put this on the corner of my desk in my office and I'd sit at my desk and I'd just look at it. And I'd say out loud, in the name of Jesus, I have a Falcon 50 just like that. I even painted the end number on it. And I would look at it and I would close my eyes and I'd see myself flying it all over the world, praise God. And, you know, sometimes when I'd come back home from meetings and it looked like this would never come to pass. I'd just sit there and look at it and just look at it and, and, and begin to confess once again, someday I will have an international jet that will take me anywhere in the world so I can preach the uncompromising word of faith without any limitations. And I just kept doing that and doing that and doing that. And, and I put them everywhere so that every time I was at a location that I visit quite often, I would see it. I'd, I'd, I'd see it and I would confess it that this is what I will have in Jesus name. And 20 years later, that is now a reality. This is what I have. It's not just a model anymore. It's not just a promise anymore. It is a promised completion. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do. If you're believing God for a new home, then praise God, go get pictures of the kind of home you're believing for. My, my daughter, Terry, uh, in her teaching, she calls it a vision board. Where do you think she learned that? From her daddy, praise God, amen, a vision board. And this is, this is what you do. You create a vision board and you begin to have visuals and you look at them continually and you confess it every day and then make up your mind that through faith and patience, you will inherit the promise and God will not let you down, amen, praise God. I want to remind you of our special resource package today, my little book, Never Stop Dreaming Big Dreams. It is so powerful, and it's such a small book, you can read it in one setting. Now, you can read it on your lunch hour. So I want to encourage you to 
get that little book. And then right along with it, three CDs on the same teaching, Never Stop Dreaming Big Dreams. And then this is something you need to add to it. Three CDs on no boundaries. The God we serve is a no limits God. You can't think big enough. You can't dream big enough. You can't imagine big enough that it's too big for him. So these resources are available to you. Go online, our website, jerrysavelle.org, or just look at the screen, all the information are there, the price and, and how the, you can order it. And I want to encourage you to do it right now while it's fresh on your mind, and we'll get it to you just as quick as we possibly can. Join me again next week on Adventures in Faith. And until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.